0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Joe Rogan defends himself.
2: He says his doctor prescribed horse medication for COVID.
1: I literally got it from a doctor. And... (coughs) supermarket Karen
3: excuse me <coughs> I'm coming through
1: then
4: racing for more floods after all they've gone through
1: and worst first date ever
4: excuse me on my way to a first date
5: what happened when she went looking for love in the middle of the storm you made me sick <laughs> for myself and oh my god somebody's in there
1: band of heroes oh to the rescue <laughs> then getting married. On 9-11. Of all the days, why 9-11? Plus, trying to reconnect with their loved ones lost in the pandemic to COVID.
4: It was like an out-of-body experience.
1: How so many people are turning to the beyond. Plus,
3: 50 years on the air.
1: Behind the scenes at the legendary game show, The Price is Right, for their 50th party. Now. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The FDA has been crystal clear. A horse dewormer should never be used to treat or try to prevent COVID-19. But that's not stopping popular podcaster Joe Rogan from pushing the drug. In fact, crediting it with helping him recover quickly from coronavirus. Stephen Favian reports.
2: Like the, Joe is the Rogan is back on his podcast right? for the first time since recovering from COVID. And he's blasting those who mocked him for taking ivermectin, the anti-parasite drug also used for deworming horses.
3: Did you ever expect that you would have, I guess, to compete with the likes
2: of Tucker Carlson and, and Joe Rogan?
3: Trying to make it seem as if, like, I'm doing some wacky That's completely ineffective.
2: Rogan, America's most popular podcaster, defended his use of the drug and even credited it with his quick recovery. I literally got it from a doctor. Most medical experts agree ivermectin is not an effective
1: treatment for COVID. If there were a medicine that would really help with COVID every doctor around the world would be using it.
2: Hospitals across the nation are struggling to cope with the fourth wave surge of COVID patients, most of whom are unvaccinated.
4: Some hospitals are running out of beds and even more are running out of staff. That has led them to turn to what officials are now calling the last resort, rationing healthcare
2: the ladies on the view are back in their studio their audience fully masked and several hosts voice support for a controversial concept doctors who refuse to treat unvaccinated patients but
5: if you're fooling around because you're not sure I have no sympathy
2: for you because you're endangering too many other people. Jimmy Kimmel had this to say about rationing health care.
6: Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you.
2: Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo, rest in peace, Wheezy. And mask wars are back. Um, Excuse me? Excuse me.
3: I'm coming through.
2: A woman now being called Supermarket Karen taunted shoppers at a grocery store in Lincoln, Nebraska, for wearing masks. (coughs) This young student was laughed at at a school board meeting in Tennessee during a debate on mask mandates when he revealed his grandma died from COVID.
6: My grandmother, who was a former teacher at the Rutherford County School System, died of COVID because someone wasn't wearing a mask.
2: This is a very... This is a very... But our medical heroes on the front lines remain undaunted. The Northwell Health Nurses Choir was back on America's Got Talent last night in the semifinals, winning praise and lifting hearts with their message of hope.
5: We're here, we're not going anywhere, and we're going to take care of you. In fact, Judge Howie Mandel pleaded with America to please vote for the nurses. He says we need them more than they need us. For people trying to dry out from the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, some very bad news for you. Flash flood warnings are in effect today for some of those same areas. Amber Cagliano and how residents there are preparing for a possible second punch.
4: Not again. More storms are bearing down on the Northeast as people are still struggling to recover from Hurricane Ida.
6: 22 million people, strong damaging wind gusts, tornadoes likely.
4: In Cranford, New Jersey, you can see gardens, driveways and streets filled with possessions still drying out from last week's disaster. Now all this stuff may be soaked again in the new wave. Of storms. It's also feared that tons of trash left outside could block storm drains, causing even more flooding, and that high winds might turn some of the debris into missiles. I found Jen Glacken moving some of her children's toys that survived the flood back inside. And we're just trying to save what we can. You know, our, our, our kids have lost a lot. Um, so we're just trying to, to give that so when they come home, they have as much normalcy as possible. It's safe to say this town does not need a storm today, right? No, definitely not. WCBS all meteorologist Jump has issues this issues advice.
0: To the
3: degree you're able to safely clear drains, that will help. Because if drains are blocked, then it just creates a river. That said, secure your vehicles. If you know you're in a flood-prone area, make sure the vehicle is secure.
5: And this young woman made the decision to go out on a first date during that epic downpour. Let's just say the weather wasn't the only thing that was stormy that night. Here's Megan Alexander.
4: We're learning for the first time how this woman braved Hurricane Ida so she wouldn't miss her first date, which happened to fall the night Ida hit Manhattan. This is me on my way to a first date. Cassidy Dangler took the subway from her apartment in Upper Manhattan. Yes, those subways that were inundated with walls of water. I'm so, I just had to document this. Then she walked 10 blocks through rain-swept streets to keep her date at a rock climbing gym, which remarkably was still open. Alas, there was no love connection. She left an hour later. He made me pray for myself. When I trekked here in a hurricane, she even had to empty water from her boots. I caught up with Cassidy today. It's a memorable first date. Absolutely. Even though there won't be a second. Certainly not. Certainly not with him. Well,
5: Cassidy says she's not discouraged by the experience. She says she knows there are plenty of other fish in the sea. And now the flip side to that story, the kind of moment that restores your faith in humanity. Take a look as these people risk their own safety to save a couple trapped in a burning car. Jim Moray has more. I gotta go over
6: and help them. Oh, my God. Five brave bystanders oh band together when they come upon a car ablaze on a highway in California.
2: Oh, my God.
6: Somebody's in there. There's an elderly couple in the vehicle that's going up in flames. Look oh again. You see a 92-year-old man pulled from the inferno. His 90-year-old wife was also saved. They've been identified as Ken and Joan Williamson.
5: As we got closer and it, the smoke cleared, we could see there were people in there. And
6: Marie McCrory my recorded the heroics on her cell phone.
5: I just couldn't even believe what we were seeing. And, um, you know, they couldn't get the seatbelts off so that, you know, we could see them struggling to get them off.
6: And we were very worried. There's a remarkable backstory to the five guys. They're all in a rehabilitation program and live together in a halfway house. They were on their way to work when they risked it all to save the couple.
5: It was very inspiring for us it, to see that. Oh my God, somebody's in there.
6: Watch his arms. They got him. They got him.
5: Wow. One of the Good Samaritans suffered burns on his hands and his arms when he reached into those flames to help the couple, and they are expected to be okay. A powerful earthquake rattled the area near Acapulco, Mexico, and it left people stuck on a cable car for more than an hour, understandably terrified that they might be about to fall to their death.
2: Power went out everywhere. Imagine being stuck in a swaying cable car high above Mexico City. The passengers had the scare of their lives and no way out. A woman cries, others pray. The blackened city is spread out below. In this apartment, ceiling lights indicate serious movement and look at the subway cars rocking, so scary.
5: In fact, buildings were reported to be shaking more than 200 miles from the earthquake's epicenter. The 20th anniversary of September 11th will be on Saturday. And while millions of Americans will mark the day with moments of silence, some couples are getting married. Les Trent has more.
3: They're getting married this Saturday. That should be joyous news, right? But on September 11th? Of all the days, why 9-11?
4: I think we did have some reservations, but we were anxious to get married and it really was the the only date available to us unless we wanted to wait until next year.
3: For Susie Cohen and Brian Zager who live in Houston, September 11th happens to fall on a long family tradition. Her grandmother got married on September 11th, 1949. More than seven decades before September 11th became a day that she'll live forever in infamy. You can even see the date engraved on grandma's wedding band, which Susie
6: will wear.
4: So many of our friends are coming from New York, so it's kind of a day to commemorate 9-11 in a way to celebrate, you know, on, again, what would be kind of a somber day for many.
3: The 20th anniversary of 9-11 will see many somber ceremonies around the country, including the traditional reading of the names of victims.
4: Andrew Anthony Abate.
3: Some people have no choice but to mark September 11th, for reasons other than the terrorist attack on America. Cheyenne Jenkins' 22nd birthday falls on 9-11. Inside Edition was there when she turned six. But as she got older and understood the significance of the day, she stopped having parties.
6: I would never celebrate on the day of just because it's a little like, I don't know, people could view it as insensitive so I'm always very uh, sensitive to the feelings of others.
3: And former President Donald Trump is taking heat for a 9-11 event that he's taking part in that has nothing to do with remembering the historic date. He's serving as live commentator for a heavyweight fight taking place at the Hard Rock Hotel in Florida. I love great fighters and great fights he says.
5: And remember this footage? Right it was a moment that horrified everyone who saw it. A confused lady suffering from dementia slammed to the ground by cops in Loveland, Colorado. Well, now the city of Loveland is paying that woman $3 million to settle a lawsuit brought on her behalf.
6: Stop. A $3 million victory for this dementia patient who was seen in heartbreaking video getting pushed to the ground by cops.
4: I'm drunk.
6: 73-year-old Karen Garner was arrested last summer by cops in Loveland, Colorado.
5: This incident shocked us by exposing us to the lowest form of human behavior and indecency, particularly by people that should know how to show respect and an inability just to do the right thing.
2: Ma'am. Police, stop.
6: Body cam footage showed police coming up to the 80-pound woman as she carried wild flowers start. down a country road. Stop. She was accused of attempting to shoplift $14 worth of items from a Walmart. I'm
2: going
6: home. Officers violently forced the grandma to the ground and put her in handcuffs.
2: Right now, you're resisting, which is not going to fly with me.
6: Her family says she Before didn't that, understand what I'm was happening because stop. of her dementia. I'm going. When another officer came to assist, Granny was pushed hard against the cop car. She suffered a dislocated shoulder and broken arm. Then came this shocking video of police officers mocking her ordeal when they viewed the arrest video. Alisa Swartz is Karen's daughter. There needs to be some change in this
4: department. I don't want to see this happen to anyone else's families.
6: Despite the settlement, the police department found the use of force to be minor and reasonable and appropriate for the situation.
5: The officers involved have resigned. Two of them face criminal charges. And there must have been something in the water. A lot of famous ladies are announcing they're expecting
3: baby on board for kylie jenner the 24 year old billionaire beauty mogul is showing off her growing bump it's baby number two for kylie and boyfriend rapper travis scott big sister stormy couldn't wait to give her future sibling a kiss And actress Olivia Munn has big baby news too. She's expecting her first child. Her new beau, comedian John Mulaney, confirmed the news to Seth Meyers. We're having a baby together. Mulaney recently completed a stint in rehab and divorced his wife, Anna Marie.
2: He says the baby is coming just at the the right time. Olivia and this baby have helped save me from myself and uh, this early journey out of recovery. (laughs)
1: And Stephen Colbert is back with a new look. So I know everyone is watching tonight and they have only one question in their mind. What the hell is going on with my upper lip? The late night host is showing
3: off a new silver mustache. He had this question for the audience.
1: By applause, who thinks I should shave it off in the next commercial break?
5: The audience has spoken, but no, he didn't shave during the commercial break.
1: Next, trying to reconnect with their loved ones. Lost in the pandemic to COVID.
4: It was like an out-of-body
1: experience. How so many people are turning to the beyond. Plus, 50 years on the air. Behind the scenes at the legendary game show, The Price is Right, for their 50th party. (laughs) Inside Edition with Deborah Norville, we'll be right back.
5: During times of widespread grief, the nation often sees an increase in spirituality, and with 650,000 Americans lost to COVID, some are hoping to connect with their loved ones on the other side.
4: They all lost loved ones to the COVID pandemic, and like many of us, they were not able Welcome. to properly say goodbye. I, now, they ancient, say spiritual experiences um, I mean, I are offering a connection to the other side. Connected. Aaron Romero lost her mother-in-law last summer. I wanted her back so bad, so I would just talk with her all the time. Kimberly Beresford says an inner voice told her that her first love, Miles, had died. It was like an out-of-body experience. Um, I started weeping like I was being embraced, like somebody was, was holding me. And about two and a half hours into my workday, I got uh, a call from one of our mutual best friends that told me that he had passed that morning. When Ian Horn's wife lost her battle with COVID, he says something remarkable happened.
1: Streetlights have started turning purple, which was her favorite color. News articles say it's faulty equipment and the company that made them is going to replace them. But the timing to me is, and I don't believe in coincidences, the timing for me was very comforting.
4: Margaret White lost her husband, Dr. Ken White, to COVID earlier this year. When Ken would get up in the middle of the
5: night to go to the bathroom, I would always hear the wood floors creaking and... I noticed that the floors were still creaking, even though he wasn't
4: here. These experiences may sound like grieving loved ones who don't want to let go. But historically, during times of monumental loss like war, people have turned to spirituality and faith for comfort.
6: Every one of us has been affected by COVID in some way. Not being able to be in the hospital and being able to be at the funeral, it can be just overwhelming. As a pastor, having dealt with all of these situations, Um, I have a great deal of compassion and hope. My hope is there's life beyond the grave.
4: These mourners have come together to meet with Lori Walker. There's nothing spooky or (laughs) seancey about what I do. She's a psychic medium. I keep feeling mother. So there must have, you felt that way with her, right? That's the way she makes me feel. I don't feel like there's a mother-in-law. I feel like she's like close to you. She called me her daughter.
2: Oh, that's what it is. I feel like it's her sign saying like, I'm okay.
5: According to one study, a quarter of all Americans say their faith has grown during the pandemic. When we come back, a big milestone for The Price is Right. OK, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com.
6: NEXT WEEK MARKS A MAJOR MILESTONE FOR THE PRICE IS RIGHT. THE ICONIC DAYTIME GAME SHOW IS CELEBRATING 50 YEARS ON THE AIR. HOST DREW Carey SAYS IT HAS A SPECIAL PLACE IN AMERICA'S HEART. PEOPLE LIKE GAME SHOWS IN THIS COUNTRY. THEY WANT TO SEE A REGULAR PERSON HAVE A GOOD DAY. AND IT'S JUST BEEN AROUND FOR SO LONG AND IT'S SUCH A COMFORTABLE THING FOR PEOPLE. Inside Edition was behind the scenes as they welcome back a studio audience for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Yeah! The Price is Right also has a new face on set, model Alexis.
5: It's such an honor that I get to become part
4: of the team on the 50th anniversary. I mean, crazy. <laughs> I kind of did like one of those like, <laughs> wake up, but I'm here and I love
6: it. So here's to the first 50 years. I hope it's on the air forever. Come on
5: down! And still to come, some fancy footwork.
2: Watch him go. Talk about respect. Little nine-year-old Chandler may be in a football uniform, but he has other moves in mind.
5: We leave you laughing. See you tomorrow.